And we're talking about Futurama again this week. And it's the first half of season three, because season three is 22 episodes long. And uh, none of us have time to watch 22 episodes of TV. I do. Yeah. I do, I but do. I also am <laughs> unemployed still, so. I don't. And also, I didn't want to force a guest to watch 22 episodes. So, uh, we actually got a big guest this season. We got Gordon Ramsay to uh, to join us. Uh, Gordon, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I love Futurama. <laughs> Fuck, that's a good impression. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gordon, I've been a big fan of yours for a while. Um, what would you say if you had to describe uh, whether or not this season was rot on? Um, hmm. <laughs> I would say I find the robot to be sort of rude. Yeah. <laughs> He needs an attitude adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> which which character is the most donkey like? Mm, it must be Fry. Yeah. yeah, he's a bit of a donkey. Yeah. 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 Oh man, no, we we brought um. If 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 these if these uh, no good nicks were working in a restaurant that you were brought into, what I bet you would have some pretty strong words for them. I would indeed. I would have something to say. Yeah, like uh. Like you guys, you guys are bad at cooking. Yeah. What? What is this? This food is not good. It's, it's raw. It's subpar. You. Oh my god! I feel like it's mediocre. <laughs> it's just sort of like okay. All right, we are talking about Futurama Season 3, Part 1, with returning champion Canadian Cameron, not to be confused yeah. with uh. The good uh, Cameron. Yeah, not to be yeah. confused with the good Cameron. <laughs> with the I'm evil Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Cam, welcome and oh, oh boy, I'm off. Cam, welcome. <laughs> and what is your history with Futurama since I gave you the choice between South Park and Futurama and you said I definitely like Futurama more, so I decided to be nice. What what's your history with this show? Uh well, the last time you had me on, we watched American Dad, and I think my answer to that was uh, you asked me the same question. It was like, it, this was a show me and my friends would put on on Netflix and sit there for like four hours and yeah. just like sort of let our eyes glaze over. And like, and now you put it on yourself for four hours, but just like by yourself. just have Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. So that's sort of the same, the same uh, relationship I have with Futurama. I've seen these episodes like probably four or five times and I just rewatched them again. Uh, just to freshen my memory, but I, I've always loved this show, like genuinely. No, it's a good yeah. show. It's 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 nice to be talking about a show that, like, even at its worst, which is like in some of the Comedy Central seasons, it's just like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, it's fine. Yeah, this show is never like really. Yeah, the uh, the worst episodes are just kind of inoffensive. Yeah, and like, eh, you know, like you can watch it and and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Whereas the worst episodes of Family Guy or even South Park are like, I want to die. I want to rip my eyes yeah. out. I don't. I can't watch this. Yeah, the Futurama at its worst is just like kind of boring, and it it's so nice yeah. to be able to talk about a show that like, even if it doesn't like hit it out of the park all the time, is still just like consistently good enough that like I never. I never hate my job. It's it's very nice to just kind of sit back yeah. and watch a yeah. decent show. Yeah, because because we have never, I wouldn't say, have hit a, a season of South Park yet that we've been like, oh, this is this is bad. Like every even in season one, we're like, yeah, this is still polished, but there's a lot of in that show of like, oh, I don't know if that joke landed well, or oh, they they <laughs> fucked up real hard on this topic, or oh, hey, they're 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 being fucking really stupid again. Yeah. Um, well, Futurama never makes episodes. It's like, well, here's why smoking is healthy, or here's here's why global <laughs> yeah. warming isn't real. Yeah, they never go that far. Very consistent show. It's it's an essential. It like American Dad is one of those shows that is just good to kind of put on and let your eyes glaze over. Yeah, it, it's like a smart show, and it has a lot of really funny background stuff. But yes, it is so well oiled because every writer for the show has been in the business for like 
four forty years. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, just... it's all of it's all of the people that Matt Groening like snuck into the cargo pit of the Lolita Express. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was surprised when I looked at the Wikipedia page for this season that like every episode is written by a, a different person. And every, and like I didn't know most of them have like doctorates in science and shit. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> But it's a big change up from what we normally talk about. Yeah, uh-huh. there, yeah, there is a, there is a lot of decently uh, decently smart science jokes in this show, like the one where they have like the quantum finish for the horse race, and then just like, and then Professor Farnsworth says, "That's no fair. You changed the result by observing it." It's a it's a very like <laughs> it's a very dorky joke, but like they they make it work really well. That I think is the the whole thing of Futurama is its biggest strengths are background elements and little quips here and there that really stick in your head. Yeah. Uh, or you 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 go, oh, that's what they meant uh, a few days later. Yeah. yeah. On your first couple watches. The only time I'm sort of annoyed with Futurama is when uh, I, I think we'll talk about an episode that does this, but they they do make attempts to be sort of tear jerking. Oh yeah. It, like i mean there's there's the the dog episode and the, the one this one has maybe the most iconic futurama tearjerker outside of the dog episode I yeah think. yeah i agree i agree and yeah i think we will definitely be talking about that episode that it's interesting you said that kind of irritates you since a lot of people and i i guess i include myself um really like when the show just like piles on like the tragedy and stuff they definitely overdo it at points but like uh, I, I'm curious. I've never heard someone yeah. who dislikes that aspect. So go off, King. Tell us about it. Um, I, I honestly, the only time I ever found myself be a little bit irritated by it was when I just rewatched it this time. And you know, I don't know what it is. Like when the first time I saw the dog episode, I loved it. it I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just old and curmudgeonly now. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, oh, it's his it's his brother's son. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dog deserved to die. Yeah, I'm glad I... it never made <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. It's yeah, it's one of those things where it's like the the tragic points are are like iconic for a reason. Like, oh, you know, it's like a serious departure from like the normal tone of the show. But also like, I don't know, they do get very reddit with it yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like it's like 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 oh 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 this is epic what a comedy <laughs> that set like i in a lot of ways i feel like futurama kind of was the the like missing link between like the simpsons and bojack horse absolutely. yeah whoa absolutely it's also yeah it's, you're right it's also like south park to a lesser extent you can also throw this this at but i feel like a lot more futurama is the first one, adult animated cartoon that's like Oh hey, continuity kind of matters. We're going to like continue plot yeah. points and stuff, uh, and that and that is like that'd be really funny if they just put like South Park shit and BoJack Horseman, like some of the really <laughs> really disgusting shit in South Park that you have no idea how they got away with. <laughs> like yeah, this BoJack yeah. Horseman, they have like the scene where Wendy is getting breast implants just randomly in one of the episodes. <laughs> There's just blood splattering I everywhere. Mean... <laughs> They they do like put some pretty not like like gross out stuff but like like they have people do gross shit in BoJack but then it's always like an impetus for the next season to be people being sad about having done the gross thing. God, yeah, uh, yeah. No, the the show. Yeah. So I guess this this is a good bridge point since the big change this season is this is where they really lean into the will they or won't they stuff with Friar Leela, and they yes. jump. They yeah. jump right into it, too. Like, season two, they kind of yeah. hinted at it, you know? Like, there was the episode on the... Uh, like, season one, they had the episode on the spaceship um, where they kind of hinted at it. And season two, there was, like, some hints. Yeah. But Parasites Lost, I, I always assume they kind of, like, very... Like, a little bit more slowly kind of jumped into it. But Parasites Lost is just, like, a switch is flipped. No, it's just And then he's just like, oh, yeah. I love Leela. And it's... I'm going to say this. Work. I actually don't have a problem with them jumping into it. My problem with it is more that, like, oh, I know where this is going, and they literally don't stop doing this bullshit until the last episode of the show. Like, yeah, well, that well, that's the thing, is, like, it's not, yeah, like, I have no problem with putting Fry and Leela together. Like, I think they have aspects of their character that's, like, uh, 
that like that really really are improved by like having a relationship between the two but for so much of this season and the next one the whole like they they just they yeah they go full sitcom with it and it's like for a show where it's like the primary joy of it is watching the like the writers just kind of snark off and like try to out clever each other like the whole like throwing in this whole hackneyed like oh the schlubby guy likes the beautiful you know talented woman but oh you know oh no she's never gonna like him but it's like it I don't know. It detracts from the show because it's like we like the show was doing fine without this. And it's also and, and yeah. there's a, a lot of jokes of like go, going forward that are like basically just fry fucking begging Layla, just begging. Yeah, repeatedly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's not you. It's not usually that funny. It's very like, realistic. There are. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do all okay. the time. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you do that. Except Layla is like. How tall is Leela? <laughs> if Le- if Leela was like six foot seven, then yeah. maybe. Yeah. I was confused about the... Le- well, what if Leela had one eye, but just like in a different part? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right, Cameron, what were you confused by? Uh, the hologramophone aspect of it, because there's a whole other episode, which is like well, that's, the same that's actually, concept. Mm. Yeah, that's actually the clever part where it's like they they set that up at the beginning and then they bring it back uh, yeah. at the end of next season mm. like i actually do like i think if that had been how they like uh how they introduce relationship stuff where it's like they they introduced it subtly and then had it on the burner until they built something bigger out mm. of it i would not right. have a problem with this but yeah the fact like i think even if they had started the show with like oh fry is desperately attracted to leela and she does like it would i the show might be like slightly lesser but I think I would have less of a problem with it if, like, it was always part of the show's DNA and they didn't just, like... It, it feels like a gimmick yeah. in this season. No, a little it is, bit, yeah. Like, it is a gimmick, and I don't know. It's just so... It's just really... It's just annoyingly implemented. Like, like Ty said, the whole show is just, like, we yeah. put a sitcom in the future... And it's like we get to change all of the stuff and do all of this wild, like high concept shit. And you know, it like this season, there is so much just like completely out there plots, and it's really fun. Like even when the show's not funny, the stories are just like genuinely really creative. And then like kind of wedged yeah. in the middle, you've got like uh, what is it, Fry being like, "Ooh, why won't why don't girl like me?" Fry yeah. being like, "Ooh, yeah. mommy Cyclops." <laughs> it, it's and um it it just it's a weird it's a weird tone for sure yeah yeah and uh i i hope you like this analysis because i think we're going to be bitching about this for every season it's frustrating too because when they make it work like in bender's big score or the ending of the series it like it it lands really well when yeah. they do it right it's just yeah. that, like, yeah. the problem isn't that they do it since they can, like, nail it sometimes or, like, also in the sting. But, like, when they don't nail it and it's just, like, the end of episodes are Fry crying because he he can't find love with the Cyclops woman. It's just, like, just have Bender kill more people. Just that's what we want. <laughs> that's what we want out of this show. Yeah. Um, Th- that said, you know, we have our grievances with you know, Fry and Lilo this season. I do think they they get some good stuff when they're not together, but... No, of course. But, you know, they're definitely not strongest. The rest of the cast is very strong this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's just go around and say, who's who's our MVP? Cameron, who's your MVP this season? Um, I'm going to give it a tie between Bender and Zoidberg. Mm. Mm. That's my answer. Good, good. I think Zoidberg just steals the show anytime he's on screen. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple really good Bender episodes in this stretch. Yes. Here, my favorite uh, my opinion. Zoidberg thing this season is the, the, the B plot in the Amazonian episode about losing his shell and how it's resolved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. And he, and he just gets it back. Yeah. yeah he's like. Yeah. And I found it in the dumpster, except it had, like, a raccoon. The, yeah. yeah. The, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Zap Brannigan as well. Mm. Yeah. I, Zoidberg is such an inspired creation, and the way they develop him with each season is also really great. Like when he first is introduced, it's just like, what if Woody Allen was a lobster? And then <laughs> they keep yeah. going. It's just like, he's also a doctor that kills people. And then this season, it's like, he is also the grossest thing that has ever lived and just loves yeah. eating trash. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, also, uh, just before we move on, what if his name was Zap Brain again? And he was like, Kiff, I sucked another dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. No, Zap? Can we we do that? Let's just just marinate in that for a second. Okay, okay. I'm thinking about it. I sucked another dick. What if if he was that? (laughs) Maybe... is Zoidberg supposed to be Jewish? I think so. Yeah. His le- his yeah. name is Zoidberg. Yeah, that didn't like, like compute until just when he the episode <laughs> His like voice wait, his on. voice is wait, like vaguely. Wait, Jewish. hold on. Is <laughs> Hold on. Wait, is this guy named Alan Goldstein supposed to be Jewish? Like... Uh, yeah, I thought he was German. <laughs> I thought he was just weird. Yeah. I thought he was a lobster. <laughs> Did the episode with Harold Zoid who's like just like the like most like stereotypical like like old Hollywood Jew in the world not tip you off. <laughs> like, yeah. Harold Zoid is just like That's that's the episode that did that's the episode that did it. They had a whole character who was like, Oh, I control the media. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's the, the that's the point where I was yeah. like, Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Do it's, you? I get it, wink wink. Yeah. No, it's it's Yeah, like they they show you that like Zoidberg was going to be in uh, nine hundred eleven, but then he got a call back. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually he was hanging out with Seth MacFarlane's head in the team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, you saw him doing the. There was videos of him doing the whoop 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 whoop, whoop dance. Uh, the yeah. morning of. Oh uh, god. If five hundred <laughs> of Mark Wahlberg's clones were on nine hundred eleven, they could have stopped. <laughs> um. No, Zoidberg. That's got to be the most creative way to be anti-Semitic on your show. Like Family Guy. Absolutely. Family Guy. They I just have like it. a character who's Jewish and annoying. The Futurama writers were just like, we're going to make him Cthulhu. And that'll do it. <laughs> There's no way we can get in trouble. We have the most amount of plausible deniability here. I mean, I don't think they're being anti-Semitic. I, I, if I had to guess, like probably half of the writers on this show are Jewish, at least from definitely. Like, but it, I mean, the whole like the whole thing with Zoidberg is it feels more like uh, poking fun at like a Jewish person poking fun at themselves than like someone being anti-Semitic. Especially like the se- like even in the central joke that like. He's seafood. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, it feels like, and especially knowing like how many, you know, like, 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 I don't know. I, it feels very, like everything, everything about Zoeberg feels like just like a, like a Jewish person, like being like, yeah. oh, this is us. Yeah. You know, I wasn't, I was not complaining i love zoidberg and i think he's a no, very, yeah, yeah. very funny character i am not offended about zoidberg although that would oh, be... are you t- oh. <laughs> that, would, that would be a really Just funny thing logging, for like logging on going like having getting like a netflix comedy special where you have like tape over your mouth and being like oh i'm sorry libs does zoidberg trigger you <laughs> <laughs> no, doing the uh doing like the problem with the poo but about zoidberg dude i was just gonna say that i was just gonna say that fuck yeah there's just like a giant guy who looks like a lobster just saying like this is we need to talk about there's like a third yeah this is a complete one-off and ty you i you should probably cut this but should we do that fucking documentary for the podcast i've literally never thought about it no okay god no good that would be such why a would I, why would we, Why would we do any extra work for this? That would okay. be like such a fucking minefield that I would not want to get into. That's true. Yeah, no. Yeah, we could. We'll just have. Yeah. Okay. What was the point of that thing? I never watched it. Was the point that like The Simpsons wasn't funny at all? Or was it just that like this one guy was like bad? I don't know. Because the, the whole central thing is that he's like, oh, I'm a huge fan of The Simpsons, but I've always Ooh. had a problem with Apu. Yeah. Oh, and that's, I don't, why, I don't, that's where they got the title. Which is basically fair. It's it's basically fair yeah. to be yeah. like, yeah. this character like, it is like, the most racist Indian guy of all time I'm not entirely comfortable with. Sure, yeah. And yeah. Like, I'm sure that like kids got a lot of like, hey, Apu, you going to Quickie Mart? Yeah. You know, yeah. but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I never uh, yeah. got into that. 
uh, thing enough yeah. to like know what the deal was. I never engaged with it either. I just it was something that I heard people either being like, "This this is kind of boring," I guess, or "Fuck this! This is the most du- the dumbest thing ever on the timeline." It's, so. yeah. it's they should make like a they should make a problem with a poo cinematic universe where it's like you know a Latino <laughs> guy is like the problem with Doctor Nick or like the or a, the yeah guy. or a black guy is the problem with Mike. Henry. Yeah, the problem with the problem with Carl. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike yeah. Henry is the guy doing the problem with Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> um, I'm not voicing him yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, no. The problem, it be... with, the problem with Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, yeah. like, apparently a lot of the reasons why there's like a really ferocious backlash against Matt and Trey these days, and it's because they like, you know, it's like, oh, Cartman's antics contributed to anti-Semitism, and I was just imagining like, instead of kids like imitating Cartman to being anti-Semitic, they were like imitating Futurama characters being mean to Zoidberg. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. Why don't you go eat some toenails out of the dumpster? And it just invented new, <laughs> invented new anti-Semitic stereotypes. Anyway, does anyone else want to go? MVPs. For MVP? I, I, we should bring on a like you know one of our like Jewish friends onto an episode of Futurama because I'm like. Like, I would be really interested in doing like a full like dissection of how uh, Zoidberg like relates to to you know Jewish tropes and stuff like yeah like like because oh, so much of him it seems like an inversion of that where it's like you know he he is like he's literally you know shellfish even though like he can't keep kosher and like uh, you know yeah. he's a doctor but like he doesn't have any money or prestige or anything it's like. I don't know. I bet there's like interesting stuff to be mined out of that. Like on a completely yeah. uh, genuine note. Yeah. No, that would be interesting. But we we were yeah. we were talking about season, and again, it is aside from our complaints, it is really strong, and it is. I don't think as funny as some of the earlier seasons, but I think that that's sort of a natural trade off since they're doing, they're going yeah. like really really ambitious with a lot of the plots and i think that's sort of a natural trade-off which does mean that if the stories aren't as good then that means just there's the episode just kind of whiffs in general but when the stories are good they're like genuinely like interesting and exciting and there'll be some good jokes along the way too yeah i don't know does that make sense to anyone no i agree no it does and 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 I don't think a show being more clever than it is funny is like automatically a bad thing. I, I yeah, also exactly. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that trade off since well Futurama, you know, is often a very funny show. It's never been, I think, the funniest show we've covered. Like I think like I've gotten consistently bigger laughs from something like American Dad, South Park, right. and even Family Guy to a certain extent. But, you know, what I come to it for is fun, cool sci-fi stuff, and this season is the best at giving you that yeah. so far. There are very few times where I dislike watching Futurama in this yeah. season. Like, yeah. It's an easy watch. Even in, yeah, even, yeah, 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 exactly. No. Yeah. I mean, God, the more I think about it, this literally is like the Reddit of TV shows where it's like, it's like, about, it's people who are very, very, like, you know, impressed by how clever they are. Aren't that funny, but like, you know, make so much content and like also you can just sit up and watch it for four hours without yeah. like getting uh without getting No, tired. Reddit shit's good sometimes. Reddit shit's good. Like I agree. I, I you know yeah. it, it's like it's like community community is like Reddit distilled into an community, essence, yeah. And it's like one of the best sitcoms yeah. ever. Yeah, isn't like the the creator of Community? Didn't they also create the single most Reddit show of all yeah, time? Yeah, they he created Rick and they Morty. They absolutely did. And you know what? It's uh, I yeah. I've seen a little Rick and Morty, and it seems pretty good. Uh, it's yeah. a good show. It's it, yeah. it's it has its up and ups and downs, and I would I would honestly say Futurama's a bit better, but Rick and Morty's cool. It's fine. Uh, granted, yeah. I don't know if Rick and Morty would exist without Futurama. No, yeah, honestly. no, no, it wouldn't. Granted, it could not. I was on a lot of ketamine when I watched uh, uh, Rick and Morty. So that might have colored my perception. I, I do remember it. It's <laughs> pretty good. I do remember it being insanely intense. Yeah. So speaking of it, it is more intense than like Futurama by a score of you know yeah. maybe yeah. twenty. Yeah. But uh, what what if there was a in like in the in the problem with the Pooh cinematic universe there was a Jewish guy who made like the problem with Morty, but like he just didn't realize <laughs> that he wasn't actually Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, one time I was at my friend's house and we were watching Rick and Morty and his little brother and his friends were hanging out, but they were on shrooms. 
and we were watching Rick and Morty, and the, his one friend just goes, hey, guys, can we watch something else? And I turn and look at him, and he has, like, the fear of God in his eyes, because <laughs> yeah. the show is just so overwhelming. This show yeah. is overstimulating. No, that, would be, that, would be a, yeah. that would be a terrible trip uh, I felt, Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Yeah, no, that would be horrific to watch on Shrek. <laughs> But uh, like, about- of, like I le- last time I did last time I like properly tripped. I just like I looked at like a flower garden and it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Like that <laughs> Rick and Morty yeah. would kill me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's horrifying. God. Yeah. Like that. That's the thing with like trips. It's like unless you are like you do fucking, you know, psychedelics every day. It's like you just need to be prepared for five hours of like watching a light change. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, you could literally watch paint dry for, like, half a day. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we were all just sitting in a room. It was, like, me and a bunch of my friends, and we had all done a bunch of mushrooms. And we there was, like, this yeah. draw. There was, like, a painting of a mountain. And it had such weird, like, such, like, a level of detail. We were arguing whether or not it was 3D for, like, an hour <laughs> while we were coming up. We were just like, hey, is that painting, like, 3D? And then we were just like, we could just go there right now. We're going yeah. to that. <laughs> we're going to climb into that mountain, brother. Yeah, no. No, uh, my last time I did anything like that, uh, my roommate has, like, a map of Philly in their room. And I just, I spent literally, pro- like, probably a good three or four hours just looking at it and being like just asking them like is there a face in there (laughs) i love the idea looks like someone some guy made like a face in there i love the idea of getting high and just watching tv and just going like is this is this real (laughs) i want to i want to yeah i want to take like you know what like two bags of mushrooms and then just watch the news This isn't real. Yeah. This yeah. can't be real. This wasn't mushrooms, but I do remember I I just like got so fucking crossfaded once at like a friend's friend's house. So it was at a stranger's house. So it was a very surreal vibe and I was so fucking crossfaded. And like every time my friend would describe like a movie or something, I had to write it down in my phone to make sure I wasn't dreaming it. And then I, I just like looked at my notes the other day, like the next day, and it was just like five pages of just like just like random words that I had written down to make sure I wasn't dreaming. Uh, no, but uh, the point is, is that Reddit things can be good, and Futurama, well, it is is both Reddit and good. Yeah, it's Reddit and good, and it's yeah. a really smart show, and it deserves its reputation. And it is really fun to just yeah. have on in the background or to watch. Um, there if are I like can, a lot uh, of classics yeah. this season too. It's fun for the whole family. So uh, yeah, go 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 buy a premium subscription to Hulu and, and watch this freaking show. Yeah. Uh, if if I can uh, shout out one thing from this season, uh, no. Amy and Kiff, I think start dating this season. That's really fun. yeah. That they're yeah. A oh really yeah, fun the, couple. that was what I was gonna say with the first half, where it's like I do think Bender is basically the mvp for like most of this show's run but i i like that they're starting to do stuff with kiff in this first half of the season yeah like because he he and amy are a very very fun pairing they have have a really good dynamic where amy's like got like the sort of like wild child thing and it just like scares him like whenever she's just like very horny for him he's just frightened (laughs) and so yeah you'd you'd know nothing what it's about what it's like to be scared yeah, Spencer. yeah. That's actually yeah. Kip is literally just Spencer if he was like short and green. <laughs> Kip, Kip is the Yoda version of Spencer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I relate to Kip a little bit too much. Just Amy, just like, just like straddling him, and he's just like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kip and Amy's dynamic. Amy gets a lot more to do. Like her her yes. character has become like a lot more fleshed out now that they figured out that she's a rich girl, like she's a rich girl and she's like really spoiled and entitled and also kind of mean to Lila, which is always really yeah. funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are a it's, lot uh... of digs at Lila. This is uh, yeah. I, I think more than any of the characters, Amy is like the one that the writers nurtured the most. Yes. Yeah. Is uh, there anyone you think this was a weak season for before we go outside of uh, Fry and Layla since we've talked about them? Uh, um, I mean, Hermes is kind of a, a nothing in this season. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, he's not really there. They don't have a whole do. lot to do with Hermes for like 
a good chunk of the show's run. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, which is sad. Because he's a great character. Yeah, he gets great episodes. When, when he gets great episodes, he gets great episodes. But, it, you know, he doesn't always get them. Yeah, no. Uh, Her- Hermes does not get a lot to do. He's not bad. He's just, like, kind of in the background for most of this. Other than that, not really. Like, everyone, aside from Hermes, everyone gets stuff to do. Everyone's really fun to watch. Um, There's no one who's really, like... It's no one who's like the writing is just kind of tanking for any character. So, no, good job, yeah. writing crew. You uh, you you had a solid stacked roster. <laughs> who uh, well, who there could, is a who lot could of have guessed that? Who could have guessed that a dream team made up of every good writer The Simpsons ever had would make a good show? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a yeah. reach and a half. I can't imagine that like the all of the MVPs from The Simpsons writers room and like a ton of talented voice actors could make a really good show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. Yeah. No, okay. Um, that's gonna be it for the Look first. Look forward half. to our episode on Disenchantment. The scene of not good show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Not don't, make, don't make us watch that. Yeah, Please. that'll be that'll just be a depressing episode. You guys are it's, already making just, us do Ted Lasso. It's sad. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah. They voted for Ted Lasso this month, so. Uh, and Fritz the cat. So that that Fritz even the cat was like a fun episode though. But um. All right. Anyway, see you in the back half. I met her in a club down in old Soho Where you drink champagne and it tastes just like Coca-Cola C-O-L-A, Cola He sickens me She walked up to me and she asked me to dance I asked her her name and in a dark brown voice she said Leela, L-E-E-L-A, Leela Folks, uh, welcome back. Uh, we are talking about a handful of episodes this season, and um, let's start out with the one that got voted as the best Futurama episode. It's very, very famous: "Amazon Woman in the Mood." Yeah, this one's pretty great. It's uh, it's hard this to This one rocks. It's so cool. It's awesome. Just what? Just watching Zap Brannigan bully people for like. 30 minutes is the best it's the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes off yeah it's also it's just, the best like you see yeah. kiff who is like fundamentally he's just terrified of pussy and you really <laughs> yeah. get to see that shine in this episode man the relationship between zap and kiff is you know the more you think about it you know i think uh no never mind i had a joke but i i lost it um i'm i'm so sorry i'm very tired yeah um so uh, it looks like someone needs a nap. Looks like someone needs to go to bed. No, uh, yeah, it's, I gotta. It's ooh, it, man, you're uh, you're not. <laughs> that'd be such a great insult, being like, man, you look uh, you look pretty sleepy, bitch. Bitch, you look downright <laughs> yeah. tuckered out. Yeah, watch, man, you you look so you look so tired. You should. Uh, I... <laughs> why don't you drink a a warm glass of milk or something? This episode also has uh one of my favorite like gags season which is uh the reactions to to the the conflicting reactions to death by snowstorm yeah 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 they're just like and also yeah <laughs> look if you're going just, to make, uh, if everyone, make, everyone but kiff is like yeah that sounds good if you're going to make a episode where the whole joke is just like men love being raped you better be this funny because it is <laughs> yeah it really is just like insanely funny and if you also if you flip the genders for this it would just be like the oh, most yeah. canceled Dude. thing in yeah. history <laughs> yeah but no th- this i do love the conflicted reactions the part where it's just like they point to the guys who died by snoozu and it's just a bunch of skeletons given the thumbs up yeah with like thumbs up yeah. and like one smoking a cigarette yeah and their pelvis their pelvises are just yeah like, turned to dust yeah the, the part of this episode that got me the most is when they're, like, touring the Amazon planet and, like, there's just very stereotypical woman things. And even though, like, you know, the Fry, Zap, and Bender, like, are in mortal danger, like, they still keep, like, making sexist jokes. Yeah, just and, making fun of, yeah. Like, the part where it's, they're just, That's... we know can dunk, but good fundamentals. And they're all just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's so funny how sexist they are in this episode. Yeah. Transaction. Boring. Like, people say this all the fucking time. Like, you could not write this episode today. Yeah. It's so good. You would... If if someone wrote this episode today, I'm trying to imagine, like, how people on Twitter would even react. And I feel like they would just watch it and, like, their heads would, like... (laughs) 
just turn turn into rock like <laughs> they would like it would be like a scanners type thing yeah if, like, like if people who like defended if people who defended lindy west watched this episode today like it would be so fundamentally incompatible with their worldview that they would like skip back in time to before they watched it it's like it is like it's insane it would be like the evil broadcast from halloween 3 that like makes bugs crawl out of your head yeah (laughs) yeah no and it works because the whole joke is that these guys are so fucking dumb because they're literally being led to their deaths by like a race of superwoman and they still can't help going it's like am i right fellas that's why it's so good yeah yeah also fucking b B arthur is a femputer slash fembot in this episode like that seems like crazy good casting for this, like, uh, like a crazy good like celebrity get for even for this show. Like, yeah. I know Simpsons had a lot of stuff, but no, it's 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 just a really I don't know, it's just a fantastic episode. It's it's one of their funniest. It's it's just got a great fit. The whole death by snoo snoo sequence also is just really good. <laughs> like the part where Fry's like, can yeah. we just cuddle? And then they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like. They, they they get a lot of like good material out of just like being very cruel to Kiff, which I like. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you know, he's like actively like I don't want to do this, and then it's like and Kiff as the most attractive will be snoo- you know will be snoo snooed by the most beautiful women, and then the largest women, yeah. <laughs> and then the smallest women, and then the largest women. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's just. I like it when a show is just really mean to someone who does not deserve it. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, Kiff kind of does deserve it. Yeah, because no. Kiff is no, like a no really annoying pussy, too. So. Yeah. He's like a nice he's guy. He's like the perfect punching that's bag. That's literally a mirror. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I know, man. I know yeah. I'm an annoying pussy. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Ty, it's like if I tried to call you mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, and? I would get very sad if you called me mean. I don't think really? I'm a genuinely mean person. I just, yeah, I make uh, I make just silly jokes for my podcast. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, mm. let's move on I, to... Uh... Am I mean? <laughs> Did you just have an existential <laughs> dilemma on the show? No, yeah. I was joking. Yeah, 25. We're just like, we're wrapping up the episode. And it's like, okay, but seriously, like, am I actually mean? <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, luck of the Fryrish. Luck of the Fryrish. Doing a double A, or like an Alcoholics Anonymous, like, you know, uh, uh, atoning for my sins thing, but just like people who I was mean to when they were on the podcast. So, <laughs> all right. So, Luck, luck of the, the Fryrish. Well, this has uh, Spencer's favorite song of all time in it, I think. Is, oh, God, uh, I hate important. that song. I hate that fucking Breakfast Club <laughs> song so much. Yeah, I forget when it's it was epic. I realized that I hated that song. I always knew that Breakfast Club has a terrible ending and that uh, uh, John Hughes is a terrible director. But like the, the ending of the Breakfast Club is so bad. And that song, after hearing it, I think it was when I was like running track. Uh, they had like a playlist that was like the same like seven songs, and one of them was "Don't You Forget About Me," and one of them was "Thunderstruck" by ACDC. And that's a great song. I hate that song so goddamn much. No, that one rocks. And I think I re- that was when I realized that I hated both of those songs with all of my life. I okay. No, th- Thunderstruck kicks. I, I have no I'm strong sorry. opinion in the bre- Breakfast Club discourse. The song is used really well in the end of this episode. It is. Like it. It is. I, I don't think it's a good song. Yeah, it, it's bad, and it would be better if they used something like fucking Tears for Fears or whatever. But, like, I got to say, you know, I know you complained about uh, this episode being, an, like, a tearjerker, um, Cam. And I do think that the show whiffs the tearjerker stuff more often than people say. But this one did kind of get to me. I got to be honest, yeah. the ending of this one. This like, episode's the like a, is so good. It's yeah, it's nice and again it does like yeah. it does kind of tap into something that feels real of just like, you know, this sort of bitterness that Fry has towards his like older brother. And I don't know, it it, it feels like they kind of handle the balance of like genuinely real emotions and uh, you know, like the kind of goofy comedy pretty well. But Yeah, I I think the tearjerker moments that are about legitimately i think the tearjerker moments that they do about like fry reconnecting with his life before he got frozen work significantly more often than the other ones that they do because like i i think it comes down to like they there is a recognition that he cannot get these things back and that adds more pathos to like you know when he's like oh lila won't you know lila won't like me and it's like well but we she can in the future because we know the show is going to continue and eventually she will 
Like yeah. that's just how TV shows work. But like when when they when they bring up things where it's like, no, Fry legitimately cannot have these things in his life because he is like He's here. Like because and... these people are dead and gone. Like th- there is there is a lot of emotion a lot more emotion to be milked out of that because it feels like there are actual stakes to his relationships to them. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but Cameron, you you uh, you were less than impressed by the ending of this episode. Well, I think that um, it might be because I knew it was coming, but I sort of forgot the ending, and then I, I rolled my eyes a little bit at the reveal. But I, like the more that you talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I could see that. You know, maybe yeah. I think I was just in a grumpy mood when I watched it, no, <laughs> and no, I was like, fuck boy. off. Yeah. yeah, you're just cranky. Yeah, um, I need. You, it's, you need I miss my nap. I miss my nappy. Yeah, you need, need to take box. a. You need to. You need a good sleep, buddy. I, you, I, need a, you need a mommy to just rub your freaking tummy. I, also, I would love that. <laughs> this is just a little one-off, but uh, one of my favorite lines. Sorry, this her, this has maybe um, my favorite line read from Hermes in the, any of the episodes we watched this season, where it's it's just, oh, he's that Philip J. Fry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like the part where uh, they go to Fry's old basement uh, and he's like, everything held up pretty well in here. And then Bender's holding uh, Huey Lewis in the news and he says, yeah, except for Huey Lewis in the news. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also, uh, I love the the joke in the flashback um, where it's like, oh man, the house hasn't held well and you cut to the past and it looks exactly the same. Yeah, that was good. That was clever. Yeah. It's it's um, it's a great no. episode where it's like, and I I think that it is of all of the episodes of the show the one that deserves the reputation it has as like the oh the the big emotional moment probably the most yeah. like even yeah. more than even more than Jurassic Park yeah, yeah. I mean Futurama yeah. does do that turn in tone pretty well compared to shows like Family Guy where you know it's all dumb bullshit for eight seasons then they're like the dog's dead and you're supposed to yeah. feel sad and it's like this dog means nothing to me i don't care about this dog <laughs> he that's the guy who like wanted to hump someone's leg for a martini right yeah, yeah. i don't care if he died <laughs> yeah i'm glad he's dead. <laughs> i'm bring, sad and then also you bring him back three episodes later yeah that's it that was actually a very funny joke that would be so funny if they did the jurassic bark ending with brian and just yeah <laughs> i don't know i think if, if if family guy wanted to take a shot at futurama they could like end an episode with that song and then like brian just lying down and then he just like as soon as it ends he just stands back up and then walks away or something yeah if they wanted to take a <laughs> shot there's a free joke for you family guy writers that's yeah. a that's a freebie brian couldn't could never do that because like after 15 minutes the most normal looking woman would walk into the pizza shop and he would immediately have to be like she's the love of my life <laughs> yeah and that and then he would go in and like chatter up with like some some bullshit line that like seth MacFarlane uses on women yeah. at the club when he's like feeling particularly heterosexual yeah um, this, like this a, brian did you hear about this new damn this brian guy this sucks Gra- shut up <laughs> Did you hear about this Neil deGrasse Tyson guy? And then she's like, "You're interesting. Here's my number." <laughs> like that. Damn, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to think this Brian guy. I don't want to be friends with him. I'm starting to think yeah, he he's sucks. a he's a he's a he's a no good man. Yeah. Okay. Day yeah. the Earth stood stupid. Andy, you wanted to talk about this one. Yeah. Uh. So this is. Uh. There are a few things to talk about. One, obviously, there's the big brain stuff. But I do want to point out, I like the. Uh, the pet show contest opening it it, it, it it's yeah. it's a fun little bit i really like it's got a really good uh zoidberg and uh bender gag with the thing it also although oh sorry what were you gonna say just oh no i was just gonna say just before we moved on from the dog show part uh in terms of like the very very reddit things about the show i would say the hypnotoad i was like, just about to transition to that it's it has such a fucking annoying outsized influence for a thing that showed up like yeah, twice. It, yeah. it's fine yeah. in this episode but man they keep coming back and it does not yeah. work on repeat yeah it's one of the most iconic uh, but, trauma but things, it's, but it sucks yeah but and it's like and it's the only thing that like it's like the quote-unquote inside joke of the show it's like that and slurm or like people are like well get it rubber slurm it's like fuck you man like i don't what that's not even like the funny part of the show like what (laughs) oh man what, what are you what are you what are you getting out of like do you just watch this show to be like 
pretend like you know science. Yes, like, probably. I, yeah. I love the joke where uh, Fry starts counting the sheep and then he falls asleep. <laughs> that was that got me pretty good. Yeah. I like hey I like how yeah. fucked up the the prizes are where it's it's the fucked up guinea pig and then the the cat owner and then. The the, yeah, the 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 cat like it's you think it's like the guy and then the guy is the pet and the cat is the owner. That's <laughs> and, such a great little and then, visual joke. And second place prize, an Afghan made from an Afghan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Guys, I think I think but, Christians worship the hypno toad. It's basically the same thing as God. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I'm sorry. You think a hypno-toad is, re- is ridiculous, but you believe in a bearded man who lives in the sky. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. The hypno-toad, the hypno-toad is just completely absurd to you. But you go to a building where a man says that a, there's a big guy who lives in the clouds, and that's totally normal. <laughs> that's totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> And that's and that's that's just fine with you. <laughs> okay, let me let me get this straight. Okay, so you think that a frog who hypnotizes people with its mind—that makes no sense. But anyway, <laughs> uh... just Ricky Gervais doing like a forty-five minute set on just about the hypnotizer. I was wondering who you were doing. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. fits pretty well. That would um, uh. That that would be funnier than most of the stuff Ricky Gervais has done in the past. Like, if, if Ricky Gervais did that, he would probably make a good seven. He would make more money than like the GDP of England if he did that special. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, I would respect. So him. the 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 real thing that this episode is about is this. This introduces that like Nibbler is part of the epic race and actually super smart, and also giant brains invade New York. Um, yeah. Th- this episode is fun, and it does pay off with its uh, sequel episode next season, which I really like. I, there's also clever foreshadowing in this of, like, oh, Fry, for some reason, he's the only only reason thing in the universe that, that's Im- immune to the brains. It's it's clever for the fact that he's, he's a no. fucking inbred time traveler next No, it's not... I don't think it's foreshadowing. I think they retconned that later once they realized, like, oh, we want to, you know, make a whole plot out mm. of this. Like, the joke could have just been that Fry's, like, just a fucking idiot. And, like, I think that that's probably what it was supposed to be when they wrote the episode. It's like, yeah, he, the brains don't affect him because he's fucking dumb. Like, okay. that's what, which that's is a, a good that, joke. That was yeah. my yeah. understanding of it, is that he's just a fucking moron. I love yeah, the, uh, he's just Fry's a fucking idiot. than any of us. I think Fry. I think. The, Fry, yeah, I think Fry. I think Fry is wise beyond. I love the 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 megaphone gag this episode too. <laughs> yeah, we just he just yells in the rock. I love. Oh fuck! This is a really funny episode. Just everything that like they. I think they got a lot of mileage out of like the people being stupid. Where I'm, probably the funniest joke in this show so far for me is when like they send Leela down with the note pinned to her chest, and she's like. No, it's for you, Fry. And Fry's like, oh, thanks. He just immediately takes it and blows his nose and throws it in the fireplace. <laughs> I think the one that the one that really got got me this season is when she's like explaining the path that the brains are going on and that the earth is gonna be the next one, and she has to explain to like Fry like That's three earth. times that it's their planet, and then he just says, Well, I hate to be those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's so much fucking to be mined out of, like, Fry being as stupid as everyone else who is, like, you know, like, just Fry being, like, comically inept that in this I shit. Also, like, I think they get a lot out of that. They, they also get a, a a good, like, little gags out of the, uh, the, the, the library stuff uh, and going through the various books. They could have made that, like, the entire third act, but I'm glad they kept it just, like, a little four-minute thing. And I also... The, the the twist at the end that that Fry managed to trick the brains into his uh, into his yeah. own shitty. Book they should have really uh, they should have gone into Lolita. No, no, Am that's right? too smart. <laughs> too smart for him. They should have. Uh, uh, yeah, they should have. They definitely should have. I should. They should make a they should make a version of this episode where instead of like the classic books, they just go into books with like weird sex stuff. Where it's like they go into Lolita. And then, like, you know, Fry and Leela and Humbert Humbert, like, go into the next book, and it's, like, Beloved. And then they get out of that book, and then they crash. Go, like, they, yeah, it's Crash. And then it's, like, uh, I have no mouth, and I must scream. And then it's, like... <laughs> Our Lady of the Flowers. It's, like, all of the book... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He should have gone every, into the every book where it's like someone is like sexually tortured. He should have gone into the freaking freaking communist manifesto. Am I right? They sh- yeah, they should have gotten in. They should have gone into settlers. I don't get it. They should have gone they into. Should have gone into. Yeah. The, Sopranos. Yeah. They should have gone into the Sopranos. The Sopranos book. They should have gone into a Philadelphia Flyers game. <laughs> Gritty. Should have gone into the Chapo book. They should have gone into They should have gone into a. They should have gone to the freaking Bible. The, yeah. the mental image of yeah. Mila yeah. saying, hey, it's a bunch of brochialists is like causing me like psychic torment yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Just pointing at grainingified versions of the Chapo guys and just saying like, Lilo, follow those brochialists. Lila would, would hate Bernie bros. Yeah, Lila would. It, yeah. I'm so glad Futurama got canceled because there would be like Bernie Before, bro jokes. Oh, Christ. Yeah. And like Lila yeah, no. and... Yeah, Fry would be a Bernie bro. There would be... Especially during the Comedy Central era. Yeah, if Futurama was still around today, they would have had, like, a whole three-episode arc about Andrew Yang running for president of the world. <laughs> but, Bender, you can't join the PMC, and Bender's like, cram it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they they would have had Elon Musk on, like, eight episodes. Uh, I mean, every I'm other gonna make, animated I'm going to make did. my own socialist movement with blackjack and hookers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's tough. That's a, they would have an episode about uh, the head of Elon Musk breaking up with the Grimes robot, and they would have had Elon Musk yeah. voice. Oh god, I'm giving myself, I'm giving myself like sicknesses thinking yeah, about. Yeah, I would make a podcast that like gets very popular, and and the, he would have like lure on it. Yeah. <laughs> a hologram podcast. God, I hate this. Yeah, I hate this so fucking much. Ooh. Let's go to lo- that's Lobstertainment. I really sure. like this one because I am in uh, Los Angeles, the city of dreams right now. And I don't know. I just liked the kind of premise of doing like a classic, like, you know, like Hollywood story, but with like a lob- an old lobster who sucks and the movie is just fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. I like the joke. I also like the joke of Calculon, which is that, He's the worst actor and worst guy in the world, but he's also, like, the only famous person in the future. Yeah, yeah Calculon is a like, great character. He, Whenever he shows up, he, he brings laughs. He rocks, laughs. yeah. Yeah, he brings the laughs, that's for sure. He brings the slams, and you're going to be laughing. Get ready to laugh if you see this guy on the screen. He's, uh, yeah, when this guy comes on the screen, I'm like, what's he going to do? <laughs> Something crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no. This Good night everybody. Good night everyone. No, this is this is just a really fun episode because I don't know. I just like um I like how it gives Zoidberg a showcase. I like the uh I don't know, I'm a sucker for like stories about like Hollywood, etc. And um I the only part of it that doesn't work is the B plot where Fry and Leela get stuck in the La Brea tar pits. That's just kind of a yeah. dud. But the the yeah, rest I of it's agree. really fun. Yeah. I agree. Well, the joke is that Sylvester Stallone is basically like a caveman already. Yeah. In case you didn't get it. Yeah. Also very intelligent, wiser than any of us. Fry and Sylvester Stallone, yeah. two very smart guys. Yo, Fry, I bet Fry would make would have Sylvester Stallone on his podcast. Oh, oh God. They would do a fucking podcast episode with Fry. They absolutely yeah. would. Yeah. Freaking... <laughs> what if what if Fry met the Red Scare girls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if uh, what if what if Fry's podcast had a crossover with, with the Intifada? No, 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 no. <laughs> God, this is evil. This is so evil. And the worst part is is that if Futurama didn't get canceled, like all of this would happen and it would be worse than we imagine. It would be worse Fry. than modern Simpsons. Yeah. No, if, Futurama if, getting canceled. Got, what if Fry got stuck on a on a delivery mission? With Futurama getting canceled with, Le- with the- Lena Dunham and Jake Flores. <laughs> <laughs> You're happy with yourself for that one? No, f- future Futurama Futurama getting canceled was the single best thing to ever happen to Matt yeah. Groening's legacy. Like, and he wants to bring oh, it crap. back. He does. Yes, yeah. all the time. Oh, He's like, if you give me an opportunity, I'll make another season. Well, then that's the funny thing about Matt Groening is that, like, he was at, he's, like, at the helm of some of the funniest things, in, maybe in 
the entire like American, you know, like fiction canon. But he's just an absolute fucking dullard and dope who is like who has the worst ideas possible and is just like has his only talent is bringing people who are very very good at their jobs together. Yeah, which hey, it's, it's, it's he's such a funny guy. He's just like he's just the biggest moron on earth. He does not know why anything is funny, but he's just great at getting funny people to work on something together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he yeah. he he is. He is so bad at everything he does except for the one thing, which is curating incredible comedy teams. And yes. he just happens to be a legend at that. It's He's literally like, he's like a savant where it's like, every, he's he's the most, like, instead of, instead of being autistic, he's just like insufferable with everything except for, except for making a team of like John Schwartzwelder and 50 other Jews who like, yeah. you know, would, would, had they, you know, had they been born like, 70 years earlier been like kings of the vaudeville circuit yeah, yeah. no literally yeah. is he had one good idea and his idea is like all right what if we put david x cohen john Schwartzwelder, bill oakley and josh weinstein in a room together and see what happened and that just happened yeah. to be the best idea anyone's <laughs> ever had yes okay that's it for this episode uh cameron do you have anything you want to plug um you can follow me on twitter if you want at harley baghdad you can also follow my art account on instagram or twitter it's the same at it's at crap underscore land <laughs> yeah buy his shirts buy That's his so shirts cool. and check out his yeah. art oh yeah and also uh also go check out uh Prize podcast. No, <laughs> in a, in no! A, don't do it. Thing, yeah. In a serious thing to plug go check uh, out um my Go check no, out let, I am let, Andy, you. Let, let Andy plug his thing. Uh, it's nothing major, but uh, usually uh, uh, I'm streaming a week di- one weekday and one weekend day. Uh, yeah, every and I'll be so on some out. of those. I'll, I'll announce on Twitter. Yeah, I'll put a link in the description. Yeah. yeah. And check out check out I Am Killing You. That's our friend Leo's podcast because uh, a couple months ago, me and Cameron were both on it and it was very fun. It's a great podcast. Uh, Leo's a great guy. Really yeah. is great. It's also I met Leo at a party. Him. He was very down to earth and humble. Yeah. Check yeah. out Poddam America. Also. Yeah. While you're at it. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye, bye. Okay, Ooh, we're doing Luck of the Fryish. Um, we're doing let's do that's Lobstertainment. Um, what is it? Sure. I think we should do Amazon Woman in the Mood. Um, okay. And Cameron, do you have yeah. a pick? Uh, I was gonna say Amazon Women in the in the Mood. How about was... uh, the day the Earth stood stupid? Yeah, that okay. sounds like a good yeah, one. All right. All right. Cool. What if uh? What if before we go into the back half uh? What if Eric Clapton was like really, really into Futurama, and he was he was like, "Leela, you got me on the knees, Leela." I love that he and Eric he was Clapton like, just keeps coming out just to keep. Yeah. He's such a it. funny guy. Since like, what if do you think Eric Clapton threw his kid out the window to impress Leela, <laughs> like uh, like the dude who shot Ronald? Reagan? I'm just imagining the kid falling <laughs> off the falling out of the window while like the Layla piano outro plays. <laughs> do do, uh, no, Eric Clapton. Is, he keeps yeah. coming up. If Futurama, if Futurama was real, they would have caught the baby in the spaceship before he hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. No, they should have the. Uh, they should yeah. have the. Um, uh, the ending of Jurassic Bark, but it's just like that. That sad song plays as Eric Clapton's kid falls out the window. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, no, yeah, That's Eric good. Clapton. He's just a funny guy because, like, there's obviously the stuff with his kid, and then there's how insanely racist he is. So you don't even feel bad for making jokes about that. And then there's the fact yeah. that, like, 
he's constantly hyped up as one of the greatest guitarists of all time and he like fucking sucks he never wrote a good song his music is dog shit. his music is it's dog not, shit. there's no good songs. the only good songs that he's on are the ones from like cream and that's because ginger baker is like one of the best drummers ever and all of his other stuff yeah. is just like do 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 it's just like 12 bar blues while a guy who sounds like a dying horse sings it's awful um, yeah. All right. Pat, anyway. Pat Metheny could kick Eric Clapton's ass. I'm yeah. Sorry. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's so fun. It's also really funny to just be like a guy whose entire career is ripping off black music, and as soon as you get famous, just getting up on stage and it's like, and those bloody Jamaicans are ruining Britain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, especially because it's like, yeah. What like? Who, why do you have a problem with Jamaicans? <laughs> British yeah, what a like, what a weird denomination. Yeah. Eric Clapton being angry like, at. this show would be so much better. It's be, it's like the British version. It's just you know, it's just like a lot of black British people are Jamaican. Yeah. So it's just no. Yeah. I, have a, I have a Jamaican friend in Britain, but it's it's just I don't know. Like, who could get mad at a Jamaican person? I know they're All so right, nice. Can, can we go on cool to the? Place? Yeah, Eric yeah. Clapton is mad because Jamaicans are making good music. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, oh, these bloody Jamaican bastards are bringing good music and spiced food into our country. Yeah. Like, all right, can yeah. We, yeah, can we? These, these. Let's these keep going guys. just because Andy's these? really fidgety okay. and impatient. Okay. All right. Um. No. Thank you, folks. Uh, that was uh, that was the Eric Clapton podcast. Um. That's well, no, that's going to be in the back. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh wait are we still I, I thought that was you coming into the second half I'm like they're not gonna know what you're talking about yeah no we're just keeping that we're keeping the fucking Eric Clapton riff. um no but okay, uh, shut up we're we're uh we're in the back half and we're talking about uh, no do, do an actual introduction in the back half that's that the middle part's going to go in the back so okay they're not gonna know what you're talking about okay 